Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good Thursday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Southside Beat. Uh, my name is Chris Halleck, and not joining me today is Corey Christen. Uh, he is, as of right now, as far as we know, at Omar Khan's availability, which is going on right now. Um, again, as far as we know. Um, title of the episode, All Eyes on Omar. Uh, that's what I'm going to try to do today. Um, I'm going to try to keep tabs on anything that might be coming out of Omar Khan's availability. Um, who knows if we'll be able to even get anything on this episode of the show. I would love to be able to get something on here so we can sink our teeth into something because I am absolutely sure that anything that he said is going to be, (laughs) anything that he says is going to be of interest is the jam of the Steelers. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, flying around in terms of rumors and stuff right now. And so having the GM speak would obviously be uh, a huge thing. And so uh, it's just these type of meetings uh, aren't your typical press conferences. He will have a typical press conference in about 30 minutes. um, But the meeting that goes on with local reporters are not your typical press conferences. And so who knows if we'll be able able to even get anything from there. Uh, But hopefully we can't. So I am going to do this. I'm going to pull up my absolutely free dkpittsburghsports.com app. And I am uh, opening up uh, and see, here we go. we got our Steelers feed right here. And uh, that is the little entry and hoping that we get updates from there. If we do, awesome. If we don't, then we still have some stuff that we can talk about. Absolutely. So um, we would love to be able to get all, just about anything from why, why, why is iTunes all of a sudden popping up on my phone this, or on my computer? This is hilarious. Get out of here. Um, so, yeah, that's funny. Uh, Brent, uh, being a, a giver of gifts, uh, five members, uh, five memberships here on YouTube. I uh, appreciate it, Brent. Um, yeah, so uh, hope, hoping that we get uh, updates from Omar. Uh, so th- this episode might be a little bit different. Uh, just because I do want to keep tabs on this stuff. Um, so I, I I'll set my phone right there. That way I can, I don't have to have my eyes down so much. Um, yeah, be good. So just to kind of, you know, set the, set the table a little bit when it comes to this stuff and why we might may or may not get updates from this live. Um, you know, when the, when the season ends, you know, obviously, you know, Mike Tomlin does his end of season press conference. Uh, and then from that point on, uh, availability with any of the three decision makers between then and the draft is uh, 
pretty scarce. Uh, obviously, the first one is Art Rooney. The second he that usually uh, um, uh, Chuck really quick, just really quick says uh, want to th- say thanks to Bill Hillgrove. Uh, I'm going to touch on that too today at some point for sure. Um, yeah, if you haven't heard the news, Bill Hillgrove is uh, stepping down after 30 years of uh, uh, being the voice of the Steelers on 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 Steelers Nation Radio and um, just phenomenal, phenomenal person, phenomenal uh, broadcaster. Um, I'm definitely going to touch on that for sure. Um, but uh, so you know the 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 availabilities with the with the three big. Three big guys, uh, you know, atop the Steelers' decision-making tree. Um, you know, Art Rooney the second begins usually a couple of weeks after the the end of the season. Select reporters usually one from each outlet uh, in a closed room, no TV, no cameras. Um, it's uh, very, very much a um, very, very much a you know a kind of a closed, you know, more roundtable interview type situation. Uh, definitely more intimate, um, and, and that's pretty much that. And that you know then art doesn't speak again until the owners meetings. Uh, but then from that point until the combine, you know, again, you know, nobody else is really talking. And then here at the combine, this is when Omar Khan gets his chance to talk. Um, he does it twice. He will address local reporters. Uh, that does include TV. So it's not quite as intimate, which is kind of why, like maybe we will get some updates, you know, if TV's there, you know, who knows if we can, if this can be like live tweeted or live feeded, however you want to put it, uh, from reporters who are there uh, because it's not quite as intimate. But then after that, and here today, it literally is back-to-back, he does do a formal press conference at the podium. All the media can be there, all the media that's there at the Combine. Um, and I'm sure that Omar Khan will be getting attention because the Steelers are definitely tied to a lot of rumors, and so people are going to be asking questions. Um, and I'm sure he's going to give answers. Whether they're really answers or not, he will give you know, something that we can at least say like, Hey, this is what the Steelers are doing or not doing or um, yeah. And so, and then the next time anybody will talk after this will be the owner's meetings, which are just in a few weeks. Uh, Mike Tomlin does something very similar to the kind of blending what Art Rooney and uh, Omar Khan do is that he will have first like a, a very small round table interview with select reporters, local, you know, just reporters, no TV, no cameras, anything like that. Um, uh, usually the first day at the owner's meetings and then the second day or whenever the AFC breakfast is, that's when all the coaches will sit there and talk. And that's more of a formal press conference. So he'll, he'll speak twice uh, at the owner's meetings. And then Art Rooney, uh, the second will obviously talk at the owner's meetings. He'll have his comments on, um, any of the rules that are passed or which which proposals were rejected, so on and so forth. Uh, and I'm sure he'll be asked questions about the, lo- the, the recent report cards that came from the NFLPA. Um, so uh, good, good little break here. Barbara asked me, hey, Chris, what's your hockey? What are your hockey plans? Hockey plans for when you come back? Uh, to be honest, man, I don't know. Uh, you know, with this, uh, with this promotion comes a lot of, uh, uh, comes a lot of responsibility, um, a a lot of, uh, hours working. And so I've got to learn how to balance that first before I can start really, uh, diving into doing something like hockey. Uh, but I would, you know, sure would love to get into playing. I I did play in a, in in a league up there. Uh, It was a roller league, um, out in, um, I forget where it was, but I did play in a roller league up there. 
um, for one season and uh, it was fun uh, for sure. But uh, I definitely don't know what I'm going to do uh, yet when it comes to that. I, I've got the, I've got the move and I've got the, the, uh, uh, the actual job with new responsibilities, and everything like that to take care of first. So I'm going to do that. Um, all right, let's uh, get into some questions. I haven't seen any kind of updates from, from Corey. Uh, let me just refresh real quick. Um, nope, no updates yet. So if Omar is talking right now, I, if we're eight minutes in, I doubt he is actually, um, that th- there's actually going to be any live updates. So we may still end up getting something, uh, before the end of the show, because he's supposed to, uh, you know, sp- uh, go up to the podium at, uh, uh, three 30. So I'm assuming that this initial meeting with reporters is not going to be very long, maybe 15 or 20 minutes, uh, if that. Um, and so we may end up getting something while Corey is in transit from where Omar is talking now to uh, where he'll be addressing uh, you know, the media at large. Uh, I'm sorry. I woke up this morning. My throat is feeling absolutely terrible. So I'm going to take be taking swigs of water and it's not easy to do when you're running a show solo, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Oh man. This really sucks. <laughs> Robert asks, Chris, when you move to Pittsburgh, will you start a DK Pittsburgh sports hockey team? Probably not. Uh, probably not. I don't know how many people I, I, I know that DK uh, at least used to play deck hockey. Um, I don't know anybody else on staff who would, who would be playing. Um, but uh, that'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, Miss Pittsburgh says I'm, uh, I'm sure like sore, sore throats are going around. Like I, I, I can't speak for, for Pittsburgh right now, obviously, but uh, right now it's, uh, it, North Texas in February and March is uh, one of the worst times of the year. Um, this is like when um, you know, typically the weather started to get a little bit better, a little bit more frequently. Uh, so things are now starting to bloom, which means pollen and everything else in the air uh, is becoming uh, very, very frequent. And then you add on top of that um, the gigantic swings in temperature uh, shoot, man. I mentioned it on Monday show, uh, 90 degrees here. And now it is 54 outside, which is more typical for this time of year. Uh, so yeah, it's just, it's these, like, it can be 90 one day. It can be 50 another day. Um, so it's, 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 yeah. Seeing some, some comments uh, about quarterback situations. Honestly, I don't even want to get into any kind of quarterback conjecture today just because omar is talking and pretty soon we're going to get some um we're going to get some uh something you know that we can actually put our finger on something we can sink our teeth into when it comes to the Steelers' stance on quarterbacks omar khan might be shooting down every rumor that there is and just flat out saying kenny and mason's gonna you know that that's that's our plan obviously mason's got to resign uh but Omar is going to settle settle this once and for all. I'm I'm sure. Uh, and if he doesn't, then let the rumors fly, uh, because then at that point it's not necessarily rumor anymore. If the Steelers are open to doing stuff, but I I really don't want to <clears throat> get too much into 
uh, stuff that is kind of more on the conjecture side right now, just because I do want to see what uh, what Omar has to say. Um, just refreshed again, still don't see anything. Um, yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. But, all right, so I'm going to take this time real quick um, to uh, uh, to talk about Bill Hillgrove. Um yeah, definitely want to hit on that because, like I said, we get to the end of the show, we might be getting some updates from from Indianapolis. So, um, definitely want to say something about Bill Hillgrove. At, um, you know, in case you're just now tuning in, um, uh, Bill Hillgrove uh, announced this morning, uh, or it was announced this morning, at Bill Hillgrove after 30 seasons of being the voice of the Steelers on uh, Steelers Nation Radio or the Steelers Radio Network, uh, that he is stepping down after 30 seasons. Uh, as far as I know, he's still calling pit football and pit hoops, um, but he's stepping down from his duties uh, as the Steelers play, uh, play-by-play man. And um, for like, I'm 36 years old. My first memory of football is the 1993 Steelers season. Like that's my memory of football. Both my parents were born and raised Steelers fans, born and raised in the area, both born and raised in Moon Township. Uh, they were teenagers during the seventies. So they were, you know, teenagers and young adults through the four Super Bowls in six years uh, during the dynasty then. Uh, so they obviously were diehard Steelers fans. So I grew up with two parents that are diehard Steelers fans. And so, um, you know, now 1993 was Jack Fleming's last season, you know, as, as the play-by-play man. Um, and so, uh, but that's like the first season I remember and, you know, just watching seasons after that. And that's why I can tell you the Steelers went nine and seven in 19, uh, in 1993. Uh, they lost to Joe Montana and the chiefs in the wild card round. Thanks to, a um, th- thanks to a, um, a blocked punt late in the game and they were able to tie it, send it to overtime. And then, uh, the Chiefs ended up prevailing. So, uh, and then 1994, obviously, you know, that was uh, Bill Hillgrove's first season. Um, remember that season very, very well because the Steelers looked like they were going to the Super Bowl. And then, obviously, one of the biggest losses in franchise history, losing to the Chargers in the AFC Championship. Um, and then 95, obviously, you know, I can I can continue to go through, and I can, and the reason why I can remember those seasons so much is because, well, um there were those sports illustrated video yearbooks that came out uh, all the time. You know, they were very, very popular and my dad would always get one. And so uh, Lori, man, Lori remembers three more yards and that dang 1994 AFC championship, man. One of the worst losses in franchise history. And I'm not just saying that, um, that, that was, uh, that was, a, that was a, that was a hard one. That, that, that was a, that was a difficult loss for, for a lot of reasons. So, um, but you know, there were those video yearbooks. And so when it wasn't football season, I wanted my football fix as a, you know, six year old, seven year old, eight year old. And so I would watch those things over and over and over again. And those 1994 and 1995 yearbooks, uh, were filled with Bill Hillgrove's voice because, you know, those were always filled with the, with the, uh, you know, the teams, you know, play by play. And, uh, so I grew up watching those, those 
you know, video yearbooks where Bill Hillgrove and Myron Cope were on the call uh, on a lot of those highlights. And so, um, I, you know, and, and, you know, obviously as I continue to get older and then I lived in Pittsburgh for a little while, you know, Bill Hillgrove for me was like the voice that I heard when it came, when it, it, it was just synonymous with the Steelers. A lot like Mike Lang with the Penguins, you know. I understand, you know, Mike Lang's a little bit on a, on, on a different level just because of how legendary he is. But Bill Hillgrove, in my opinion, is right up there when it comes to the Steelers, man. Um, and then, obviously, once I took this job, um, and you know, got to meet got to meet Billy, and I uh, got to, you know, whenever we'd be on the road, you know, covering a team, you know, and you you know happen to be at the same restaurant you know because you know, a lot of the you know reporters like myself and Dale I become good friends so we you know go out to dinner or whatever like that you know and sometimes Billy be there too you know and anytime I'd be around Billy man just everybody's smiling everybody's laughing everybody's having a good time man the dude's just a phenomenal human being uh and so not only to to see uh you know to 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 have the impact that you know to to have his voice be synonymous with, with, with the Steelers, uh, whenever I was a kid, uh, but then to, you know, throughout, through this job, get to meet him, get to talk to him and just see uh, how great of a person he is, man. Uh, this is truly bittersweet, uh, because Steelers fans that have listened to him for the last 30 years, man, it's going to be different. It's just going to be different. And, and whoever the next person is to, to, to take on that role, um, they've got really large shoes to fill. Uh, you know, really large shoes to fill, and and it's not uh, a knock on anybody on whoever gets that job, but it's just it's just a testament to just how good uh Billy is at his job, and and uh, yeah, it's uh, but I'm also really really happy for him, man. You know, he gets more time to 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 do what he wants to do, um, and so yeah, it's just it's awesome, it, it's awesome. I'm so happy for him, but uh, it, it's also a day that uh. You know, Steelers fans are allowed to be a, a, a little, a little sad. You know, because, um, yeah, like I said, his voice is just synonymous with the Steelers, in my opinion. And for me, it's it's, uh, it's to, for me, it, it like outside of you know a couple seasons, you know, nineteen ninety two, ninety three. That was like, you know, I was five, six years old at that time. So that's like as far back as usually you can remember. So, um. Uh, you know, outside of the, those first couple of years where, you know, you heard Jack Fleming's voice on, on highlights and stuff like that. Um, it's been Bill Hillgrove the, in my entire life. And so um, just so happy for Billy, man. Dude's, dude's an awesome guy. Awesome guy. Uh, I wish him the best. Um, so, and I've been seeing like comments from you guys, um, it, you know, saying, um, you know, so just so, so many kind things about him and it's just, um Yeah. It's awesome. So, um, I am, well, I'm going to refresh the feed real quick again, just to see if there's anything. Don't see anything yet. Doesn't mean he hasn't talked. Don't see anything yet. Um, yeah, don't see anything yet. So, <clears throat> all right, let's, uh, let's get to some, um, let's get to some questions. Let me try to scroll through the com comments here. See if we can find some questions before um, we possibly see anything with with Omar. Um, hope everybody's doing good today. And if we if we don't get a chance to uh, to talk about any of the stuff that Omar uh, says today, uh, we definitely will hit on it tomorrow. 
100%. And we'll, I'm sure we'll have a lot to break down because even if we were to get everything 10 minutes or so, uh, it's probably not enough time to talk about everything that Omar uh, is uh, talking about today. So we will definitely be getting uh, more to this. And so more, more to that tomorrow. Um, uh, uh, Paranormal on the Funhouse asks, is Ramon there? He is at the, at the Combine, yes. Um, and so... Um, that's pretty pretty typical. Um, let's see. Oh, right. Let's get through some comments. Dead air. This is like a big no-no, but, you know, it's a podcast. So it's a live show. I'm running this solo. I don't have a... Um, uh, Damon asks, uh, you know, what do you think about sweat the D tackle from Texas? I mean, he's, he's definitely interesting, you know, with the, with the size and then with the athleticism. Um, I, I mean, there's, there's definitely interest there, uh, you know, for sure. Uh, the Steelers could definitely, uh, you know, uh, could definitely benefit, uh, excuse me, benefit from, uh, adding to the defensive line. Um, obviously, if you look at what the Steelers have currently, uh, you know, with Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi, Keanu Benton, um, you know, they've got some, they've got some, uh, they've got some good, you know, some, some names there, but obviously you have to worry about, you know, is Cam Hayward going to be able to stay healthy at his age? Uh, Ogunjobi, you know, two seasons in which, you know, he doesn't practice very much because he's constantly, you know, having to, you know, take care of some sort of minor injury. Uh, and he's playing through something seeming all the time. And it just seems like that, that the production is not quite there for what's being paid, you know? And so um, I know Ogunjobi is very, very well is, is loved in that locker room. Um, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, they might need to add to, to that. And so uh, a guy like sweat, if it's, the, if it's the, if it's the right play uh, at the right spot in, in the, in the draft and, uh, you know, they've shored up, you know, something, you know, I would assume sweat would probably as of right now go in the second round. Um, and, and so I, I, I think, uh, you know, if they shored up, you know, cornerback or center or something like that, and, and, you know, just the way the draft fell that sweat is probably best player available in the second round. I think that's an interesting, uh, interesting pick there for sure. Um, <laughs> here's an interesting question. Jerry asked Chris, what position did you play in football? <laughs> I actually put this in the comments yesterday, but I'll say it uh, on here. Uh, I played receiver and free safety. Um, I am more offensive minded. So I wanted to play receiver more, um, but I was a, a starting free safety um, and I, I didn't play past ninth grade um, for you know several reasons, but, um, but, Free safety was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, got to hit people, and uh, I definitely enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah, those are the two positions I played: were free safety and receiver. Um, but, 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 let's see. Um, <laughs> Turk <laughs> Turk says, "Hey, Chris, should be working with Omar. Maybe the Southside Beat ticket giveaway." Uh, yeah, um, it doesn't work like that. Media is not gifted tickets uh not yeah it, it doesn't work like that <laughs> it'd be that'd be nice it'd be good but uh no that that's that's not the way it works i think that's one misconception that i think a lot of people uh get you know like i even 
I remember the first time when I first got hired uh, to cover the Rangers, you know, at my first job, um, you know, I, I had, you know, a few people that would kind of make that tongue in cheek, uh, tongue in cheek joke, you know, kind of rubbing elbows and being like, oh, give me tickets, eh? you know, and, uh, you know, same thing kind of happened whenever I first took this job and when it came to Steelers games or Pirates games, media is not gifted tickets, it's not does not happen. And you're not allowed to ask for tickets. Um, so that's just not part of it. <laughs> that's not anything that I ever I ever think about uh, when it comes to uh, um, that's not everything anything I ever think about when it comes to the job. Um, let's see. Um, interesting comment here. You know, because we can we can talk about something that that's tangible here with this. Anthony says Kenny and Mason cannot coexist at the, at the same time. Or cannot coexist at this time. Sorry, uh, each would have to play, looking over their shoulder after a bad game. Mason shined when there was nothing to lose. I say take a big swing for Fields. Um, I think there's some truth to that. I, I do think that if Mason Rudolph resigns, that Kenny would feel pressure. You know, and you know, honestly, he should. He should feel pressure. You know, um, I, I think that that that's. You know, based off of the first two seasons, and again, you can you can chalk it up to uh, whatever. You, know, you can chalk it up to whatever. You can chalk it up to um, Matt Canada. You can you know put it solely on Kenny. However, however it is, um, Spice Creations actually coming through right now, saying Omar made a statement about the quarterback. Uh, I'm looking in our live file right now. I'm trying to see. Uh, I don't see anything right now just because it hasn't come doesn't mean it's not out there. Um, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I'll be looking, but, um, you know, when it comes to, uh, and Demont says DK just dropped it. Um, well, unfortunately I can't like watch in cases like a video or something like that. I can't watch videos as we're, uh, um, as we're recording. So this might be something that we have to, uh, um, yeah. Okay. Well, Randy says, Corey just posted a video on YouTube. So, um, I would suggest go over, you know, in our, in our, in our, uh, YouTube channel and go, go watch what Omar said. You'll learn about it before I will. That's part of doing a live show at the same time that the general manager is talking. Um, but I would assume even without knowing uh, what, you know, what was said uh, that, you know, Kenny should feel pressure. Um, you know, <laughs> sorry, really quick. Jim says, look at all the multitaskers. Yep. And they're way better at it than I am. I'm not a great. Um, um, oh, here we go. Joe, Joseph Donovan says smoke screens. They're not going to trade for a quarterback. No, it, it, that, you know, again, without actually seeing what Omar said, and I'm not trying to say anything that Joseph said is wrong, but ah, shoot, man, like, like I, I, that, if, if that's what Omar said, that does not, that does not shock me whatsoever that, that that's said again, all this talk that we've had about Justin Fields and all the, and all the rumors and everything like that. None of that shocks me. None of that shocks me at all. Um, we we have constantly said through even through all the all the talking that we've done on here that um that all the talking that we've done here 
I've said this is what happens when when you try to multitask. Um, oh, Spice Creation says he said he's obligated to look at every avenue. Okay. Also said that that's just a GM doing his job. If Omar Khan does not pick up the phone and talk to the, I can't think of the Bears GM's name off, off the top of my head, but if he does not give the Bears a phone call and at least see what the price is for Justin Fields, he's not doing his job. You got to, you got to open it. If you limit yourself, then your ceiling is only here. If you never make that phone call, you never know. Maybe it lines up with what you're willing to do. Maybe it doesn't as long as, but at least, you know, it's kind of the same thing, you know, whenever, you know, like anytime I try to encourage my son or daughter to, you know, you know, ask for permission for something. It's like the worst they're going to tell you is no, they're not going to hit you. They're not going to clothesline you. There's not like you, you're, there was some sort of terrible uh, consequence. Just ask the question. At least you have an answer, you know? And, and so, you know, if Omar get, you know calls the Bears and and they say yeah we want a first round pick Omar Khan click all right got my answer we're not trading for Justin Fields <laughs> that's just the way it goes but that's just that's a GM doing his job man that's what GMs do they they just you know oh wait we are getting we are getting updates on the feed woohoo all right Omar Khan stressed a quote full faith unquote in Kenny Pickett but otherwise noted the Steelers are obligated to look at every avenue, quote, unquote, for the position. So, again, it's kind of that same situation that we're that we're talking about. They're committed. They're they they're confident in Kenny Pickett. But again, Omar's not doing his job. Omar's not doing his job unless unless uh, unless he's making every phone call and he's and he's exploring, as he put it, every avenue. Um. No timetable on a Cole Holcomb return from his injury. Okay, that's that's a bit interesting. Uh, but I think that becomes more interesting once we get closer to OTAs. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, he was non-committal on whether the Steelers would pick up Najee Harris's fifth-year option. That doesn't surprise me too much right now. It's a bit early on that. Um, you know, GMs don't like to tip, tip their hands completely. Uh, on Mason Rudolph, quote, we've talked to his representative and we want him back, unquote. Again, reinforcing what uh, Art Rooney and uh, Mike Tomlin have both said about Mason Rudolph. That, again, that um, does not uh, surprise me whatsoever. Um, that just continues to um, be reinforced. That that probably remains the, the, the Steelers' priority is to re-sign Mason Rudolph. Um, and let's see, consider the sharp increase in salary cap relative quote that, that you word relative was, was a quote, um, consider the sharp increase in, in the salary cap quote relative unquote, and that it applies to everyone. Uh, they will use uh, as much of that cap as they can. And that that's what the, that's what the Steelers do. The Steelers typically always, they have very little rollover when it comes to the salary cap. That does not that does not surprise me again. Um, let's see. Uh, Jerry asks any timetable on Mason. Probably not until after the legal tampering period begins uh, with uh, free agency. Um, you know, which I, I believe is a week from Monday. So we are uh, a week and a half from that. I'm sorry. I have my big calendar, my kid's big calendar over there. Um, I, I, I would not expect, uh, them re-signing Mason before, uh, free agency begins or even the legal tampering period begins. And the reason why is that Mason has earned every right, uh, 
to see what his options are elsewhere. Um, it doesn't mean that he doesn't want to come back. It doesn't mean that he doesn't like the Steelers anymore. That's just a free agent doing his due diligence. You know, if he puts himself, it's kind of the same thing as a GM closing off potential opportunities that you don't know that are there. You got to at least see what's there, you know, get to the legal tampering period, see what teams are willing to, what, 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 what teams are willing to offer. If I'm sure that they've, you know, I mean, Omar has already said they've, they've been in contact with it, with this representation. So I'm sure the Steelers have a, have a good idea of what Mason's looking for, uh, or at least have some sort of, um, foundation with what he's looking for. And so I'm sure also his representation is not completely tipping their hand either. I'm sure that they want to get to a, a situation in which they can talk to all 32 teams and see what's there. And, you know, if what the Steelers are willing to offer when it comes to either money and or his role on the team, he may be willing to go somewhere else. It just might be the best fit for him. Uh, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of variables that go into free agency decisions, and it's always different for every player. Some free agents, it's all about money. Some free agents, it's a lot about money, but some about location, uh, you know, the quality of the franchise, whether they're trying to win. Uh, or like how much they're trying to win. There's a lot of variables that go into free agency decisions, and Mason Rudolph has earned every right to go to free agency and and earn that. And if he re-signs with the Steelers without ever looking at the rest of the market, he kind of puts himself in a box. Um, and so I, I I don't foresee a re-signing happening. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying I don't foresee it happening. Um, so uh, let's see. Uh, if there are any other updates, let me refresh the feed real quick. If there's anything else coming from there, I'm sure that there's, uh, you know, the, um, his podium is now beginning. So, okay. Here we go. Khan was asked straight up if the Steelers are trading for Justin Fields. And here is the quote that, that, that Corey put into the feed. I'm not going to go into, into details about the conversations that we've had, but I, but like I mentioned earlier, I can tell you that I have an obligation to look at every avenue that's out there and try to make a, make us a better football team. Um, so there's that. That does not, again, and, and to be completely honest, there's a couple of reasons why that Omar won't go into any details. Number one, I actually think it's against like league rules for them to talk about players that th that are not either on the roster or are that were on the team last year that are about to become unrestricted free agents. Like he can talk about Mason Rudolph because he was, you know, he was on the team and isn't yet technically an unrestricted free agent. So he's allowed to talk about Mason Rudolph. I don't think he's allowed to talk about specific players that are not on the team. I, I believe that's against league rules. So he can't talk about Justin Fields. So that's one thing. The second thing is that um, why would he go into any kind of details about conversations um, and possibly tip his hand on what they're either what they're doing because you lose leverage at that point. If he says, yeah, we're going hard after, after this guy, or we are in big gigantic, uh, you know, we're really close in talks with the bears or with, with somebody uh, on the trade market. Why, why possibly 
drive the price up when you don't have to. You know, th- there there's just th- certain things that make that make sense when it comes to, uh, um, yeah, yeah, it just certain things that make sense when it comes to why y- you might get some w- answers that seem vague, but the fact that he's not completely shooting things down, saying no, we're not trading. Like Ar- like Art Rooney the second said. It's unlikely that we make a big trade, but Omar is saying I have to explore every avenue. Again, that doesn't mean that the tra- the chances of them trading for Justin Fields go from one percent to fifty percent or anything like that. It just means that's a GM doing his job, and that's what he's going to say. And he, and that's the right answer. Uh, sorry if I seem like I'm all over the place. Um, I'm just trying to get as much as I can because uh, I actually have to end this here in a few minutes. Um, but we will talk way way more about this tomorrow. Um, uh, Corey's another thing from Corey says, it's still very clear that that competition is important to con that goes for every position, including quarterback, Bada bing, bada boom. Um, yeah. Anthony Horton says dot, 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 dot. So there have been conversations. Um, see, that's the thing is that have there been, have there not been? Again, like just because even if in that little portion in which Omar says, I'm not going to go into details about the conversations we've had. It doesn't mean that they are like in serious talks with the Bears about trading for Justin Fields. Again, that is a GM doing his job. He may be saying that and literally all that's happened has been one phone call to the Bears to see what's your asking price. And then if they say something like first round pick, click. No, thanks. Moving on. They had a conversation technically, but then that's the end of it. But if are they having continual conversations? Maybe the price is reasonable for what Omar is willing to do. Lori says a good makes a makes a good point here. Maybe the Bears called them again. It, it's it is Omar's job to literally look at. And B Phil says it here. All GMs talk exactly. This is what GMs do. They talk. They will talk to each other. It is their job to talk to everybody to see what's there. Um, and honestly, that's what it's good to see that he's just not completely shooting that stuff down because honestly going into and having blind faith that Kenny Pickett is 100% your guy, undisputed, unquestioned. Yeah, that's not the way to go because Kenny hasn't shown enough in the first two seasons that he has earned that right because he hasn't. And Mike Tomlin's been very clear about that, that there will be competition. That that was the last thing we heard from Mike Tomlin. And I'm sure based off of what, what happens either with a trade or what happens in free agency, that when Mike Tomlin speaks at the owners meetings in a few weeks, that we'll get more clarity on that. Because things will might you know p- quite possibly have changed since then. Sorry, I knocked my camera over through all my animated talking. Okay, a couple more minutes, and then I've got to wrap this thing up. Um, so yes. Um, all right, let's see. Let's go through and see anything else. Um, anything else from Omar Khan? Um, I think this is a typo from Corey, but I can always fix that. Uh, he said he, he said he would go into any detailed conversations about whether the Steelers have reached out to the trade market. I think I said he wouldn't go into any detail because, yeah, that makes that would make more sense. But that's fine. He's doing a lot right now. Typos are allowed. I've made typos, plenty of them. Um, 
quote from Omar Khan. We are excited about Kenny and excited about the impact that Arthur Smith is going to have on the offense. Kenny Pickett's the quarterback right now. Arthur Smith is the new offensive coordinator. Again, that's typical, typical stuff. Um, so, yeah, Frank K says, I have full faith in Kenny, the con quote from today. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, he's not going to sit there and blast Kenny. Um, you know, he still is the only, the only uh, quarterback on the roster. And as of right now, again, as far as we know, looking at all the evidence, the primary, the, the Steelers primary focus is Kenny Pickett and then adding Mason Rudolph or re-signing him in free agency. That is the, that is the priority as, as for, for in terms of the evidence, that's what the priority is. And so quotes like that about having full faith, full faith in Kenny does not surprise me at all. It also doesn't surprise me that Omar Khan's possibly had conversations with other teams about possibly trading for a quarterback, because again, that's just the GM doing his job. So, all right. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Um, let's see here. I uh, just want to make sure I didn't miss anything else really, really big. No, I think that's everything that's in the feed right now. Uh, well, I'll go ahead and wrap this show up for today. Um, Mike in Texas. Don't do this to me. Did I just see that Cam got a four-year extension? I uh, I haven't seen that. Doesn't mean that didn't happen. Um, but I haven't seen that. And if, you know, obviously I, I've got to end this, but if it did happen, it'll be in our feed ASAP. Um, but you definitely have me some, at least give me the opportunity to try to reach out to people. Uh, but no, I gotta, I gotta wrap this up, but de- definitely a lot of what, from what Omar is uh, saying today, um, we're, we're going to have way more. We've got stuff in the feed right now. It's going to continue to get updated from Corey. He's going to write about it later. So he'll have something. And then absolutely tomorrow, absolutely tomorrow. I don't want to spread anything out there. Four years. Don't know for sure. Don't know if that's, that, that that's actually happened or not. So. I just, again, not saying it hasn't happened. I'm just saying I haven't seen it. Um, but we will have plenty to talk about when it comes to uh, Omar, uh, when it comes to all that stuff. Tomorrow's going to be a jam-packed show. This is already a long one today, but we'll have even more tomorrow because we'll be able to really dive into what Omar Khan said uh, in its entirety and apparently any other Steelers news that might be happening today. So, yeah. Everybody have a great day. Thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate it. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, um, leave comments. Really appreciate. Um, Robert, thank you so much for for tuning in. Said, see you in my first show with you. Very good time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Robert, for tuning in. Uh, love anybody who's watched this, whether you've uh, watched it for one year, whether or one year, or one year. Whether and we're not we're not even out of year yet. Whether you've watched it for one episode or all 127, really appreciate you guys uh, so much. Um, be here tomorrow, same time, three o'clock Eastern. Um, hopefully, have Corey tomorrow. I would I would assume um, I would assume that it would be uh, that Corey would be able to 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 join. But again, don't know that for sure. So, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Much love. Catch you guys on the flippity flip. See you tomorrow.